Welcome to the Hope Restored Podcast, a place where survivors of domestic violence abuse can find hope, healing, and freedom. Wow, it's been a year since we started the Hope Restored Podcast. Very exciting, and I'm looking forward to this next series on the topic, Narcissism. So let's just jump right in. I can remember thinking a narcissist is someone who is in love with themselves. The truth is they don't love themselves at all. I'm not an expert, but most people who abuse women are narcissists. I didn't even think much about it until a friend of mine brought it to my attention. After that, I learned a great deal about it and began to see it everywhere. I started reading into it, what they say, their behaviors, and I thought, wow, this is insane. It sounded so familiar. I was mind blown. So what is a narcissist? Well, the medical term, according to Mayo Clinic, is that it is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Whew, that's pretty deep if you ask me. So what really is going on inside of a narcissist? Whatever is really going on in their head, we may not ever really know, but their behavior patterns can become predictable. In my research, one of the tall tale signs you're dealing with a narcissist is how quickly they go from being charming to aggressive with you. Usually when you first meet them, they're all about you. They are so into you, might even say they love you within the first month of meeting you, but is all for their own gratification. Basically, they're looking to dominate you in a demeaning way for their own validation or for whatever they're trying to get from you. They give you just enough to keep you around until they're bored or have no more use for you and just throw you away just like that. Why do they do this? Why, you may ask? Well, Psychology Today says, The pathological narcissist is someone who's in love with an idealized self-image, which they project in order to avoid feeling and being seen as the real disenfranchised wounded self. Deep down, most pathological narcissists feel like the ugly duckling, even if they painfully don't want to admit it. Earlier, I said that a narcissist is extremely vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Because they're so vulnerable to this, they must project a false image of themselves and their accomplishments almost to protect themselves from being found out. So a narcissist may buy the most expensive and fanciest clothes or shoes and really can't afford it, but needs to impress others because they want to hide the inadequate real self. Or they may use their title or academic accomplishments to show some type of trophy complex. What do they want? They want to show everyone that they are better than you and deserve your praise and adoration. Even in casual conversation, they may name drop or emphasize what they have accomplished. 
For example, you know, I'm a doctor, or I'm a CEO, I'm a business owner, or I was a pro baseball player. Not that there's anything wrong with those, but the narcissist takes it to another level, bringing it out of context to mask the false identity, replacing the real and injured self. Not all narcissists have accomplishments. So they will resort to manipulation and blatant lying. Some ways that they do this is through falsely accusing others, spinning the truth and distorting your reality. They are never wrong and they never apologize. They want to cause you to doubt yourself so that they gain superiority over you. They thrive off being worshipped and use manipulation tactics to get what they want. They often guilt trip you as well. Many times they project the things that they did and accuse you of doing it. They may interrogate you multiple times in ways that make you question what was the truth and what you know was true. Kind of sounds like this might be a lawyer, huh? <laughs> oh, no, but for real, they do all this to get what they truly want. But the problem is what they want will never satisfy them because their motive is to avoid who they really are. By the way, not all narcissists are abusive violently. Not all abusers are narcissists. And I'm speaking of violent domestic violence abuse. So how can you know? I realized I am not just a survivor of domestic violence abuse. I am a survivor of narcissistic abuse. Narcissists are more likely to become abusers by how they handle anger. There are some abusers who get angry and use violence or force in those moments and in those situations. It's not okay. It's still wrong. But a narcissist's abuse, however, includes the following in addition to violence, verbal abuse, manipulation, which is indirect influence to force you to behave in a way for them to get what they want, emotional blackmail, which is a form of manipulation to provoke doubt in you through fear or guilt, gaslighting, intentionally making you distrust your perceptions of reality or believe that you're mentally incompetent. Competition always has to win, no matter what, even through unethical means. Negative contrasting, comparing you to them unnecessarily to negatively contrast you. Sabotage, disruptive interference with your endeavors or relationships for the purpose of revenge or personal advantage. Exploitation and objectification, using or taking advantage of you or your body for personal ends without regard for your feelings or needs. Lying, not just little white lies, persistent lies or deception to avoid responsibility or to get what they want. Withholding, holding back love, affection, money, sex, communication from you as a form of punishment. Neglect. They will even go as far as neglecting their own children or using their children against you or putting their children in a dangerous situation. Privacy invasion. 
ignoring your boundaries by going through your things like your email, your phone, your mail, stalking you and denying you your physical boundaries, following you or showing up at your place of employment or other public areas, character assassination or slander, spreading malicious gossip or lies about you to other people to protect their own image or to hide the truth about their real self. Of course, violence. And when we say violence, it's not just hitting and pushing, it's destroying your pro- your property, throwing things at you, pulling your hair. Financial abuse, controlling you through your finances, accruing debt in your name, draining your finances through gambling, manipulation, extortion, theft, etc. Isolation. They will isolate you from your friends and family, not giving you any access to any outside support whatsoever. It's a threat. That is the difference, people, from domestic violence abuse and narcissistic abuse or a narcissist that's abusive violently. They also do all these other things. That's the difference. Someone who's physically violent with or towards someone doesn't do all those other things. They're just, they just had a moment and they don't control their anger well. But perhaps the creepiest truth about a narcissist is that they do not know that they are one. That means they won't seek help. They won't admit that they are one either. The most effective way a narcissist can get treatment is through psychotherapy. But historically, they will not do this because it doesn't fit the self-image they have of themselves. In rare cases, people realize they are a narcissist and heal on their own or seek therapy through the encouragement and support of a loved one. But the only way they will submit to seeking help is through a complete change of the way they think. They would have to stop comparing themselves to others and start treating themselves with kindness and compassion. They would have to quit evaluating their lives against the lives of other people, which would then stop the horrible cycle of the need of praise and recognition from others. This information truly opened my eyes. It helped me as a survivor to reconcile a substantial amount of abuse that was done to me. It wasn't just physical abuse or domestic violence. It was everything mentioned in this episode. I suffered through all of it. Having some idea of what narcissistic abuse is has protected me. After knowing what it was and realizing how toxic and dangerous it is, I've never allowed myself to succumb to that kind of treatment again. Not from a man, not from a woman, not from a friend, not from a relationship. No one. I hope there is someone listening to this whose eyes have been opened like mine. If you're listening and your mind has been blown from hearing this information, don't just leave it there. Take my advice and do something with it. Maybe you're a survivor and you didn't know or understand why someone you loved could do this to you. Well, it was never you. It was them. They are the problem, not you. They have the mental condition and they'll do it to anyone. You did nothing to deserve it. They can never properly love someone because they don't even love themselves. Narcissists live in shame, but instead of seeking help or confessing the wrong they did or the hurt they experienced, they cover it up with lies and that's toxic to anyone in their lives because they will do anything 
anything to protect the hurt self or real self and project the fake self they created in their mind. If you're in a relationship with someone and suspect they're a narcissist, find a way out. You can get out. If you aren't sure, in our next episode, we will talk about what narcissism looks like in a relationship and how you can spot the patterns and red flags early on. Until then, stay strong, help others by lifting them up and empower others. Thank you for listening. God bless.